Let's welcome onto the show the Minister of Agriculture and Trade, Damien O'Connor. Damien, have you picked up any new ministerial portfolios as one of the few remaining walking wounded in the Labour Cabinet? Oh, that's a bit unkind, Jamie. Um, actually, yeah, associate transport. So uh, a few things to do there and an opportunity for me to get out um, actually around the regions. And clearly we've got um, big issues around uh, from Cyclone Gabriel, but also other parts of the country as we need to maintain our roading network. Well, you're about to work with your mate, David Parker, who's now got transport, I think, because he's thrown the toys on revenue. Uh, look, he has. He's, it's transferred over. I think that's, um, you know, uh, change is, is good, some people say, um, just moving on to other areas of expertise. So uh, that's what happens when you have a reshuffle. What happened to Cabinet Collective? We're all in this together. I might not like the captain's call from Chippy around capital gains tax and a wealth tax, but I'm going to serve my leader rather than, as I said, throw the toys. No, he didn't throw the toys at all. Well, he yes, just, he did. He's it, resigned from revenue. No, he was... Another minister's come into revenue and he's moved on to transport and other portfolios. No, 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 no. I've just been I, reading I'll it. I'll tell you what. He's resigned. RMA, he's stepped aside. RMA, no, he hasn't resigned at all. He's still a minister in Cabinet. You know, but he's stepped aside from the revenue portfolio. He doesn't want a bar it's of it. It's gone... It's been... No, he hasn't said he hasn't won a bar of it. It's gone to another minister who wants to take on the challenge and who's actually been a tax lawyer and tax specialist, which is kind oh, of logical. Damien, really. what do you take me for? A complete mug. He said it's untenable for him to stay in that portfolio because he disagrees strongly with your leader. I didn't. I didn't hear him say untenable, and I didn't. And and he's made his position clear that he would have advocated. Lots of us advocate for things within a collective. Don't get what we want. That's life. That's a marriage. You, you know. If yeah, you've but been Damien, marriage, Damien, you've that. had to do a whole lot of stuff you probably don't want or didn't want to do in the agriculture portfolio, but you've taken one for the team. You've taken a bullet for the team for the greater good. Why can't Parker do, do that? We all do that many times. And David Parker has put up front with, with the Prime Minister his view on that. And he said that, well, that can go to someone else and someone else who wants to take on that challenge um, because it is a really important role and it's important that, that you know, people are committed to it with a passion. So don't try and tell me that it's gone to someone else. It's gone because... He's resigned. But look, let's move on from that. You've got associate there's, transport. There's a whole caucus just, you know, wanting to come into portfolios. Some have the expertise to move into them. Some don't. Um, the logic of this one is profound. Well, none of them, none of them have the expertise to move into Cabinet because Chippy doesn't want, doesn't trust any of them this close to the election. We've, no, it's I not think David Seymour said you're rich in numbers but impoverished in talent. I don't buy into that at all. In fact, if you look at the, the talent across you know, our caucus, I put it, it's a hell of a lot better than that of national. OK, so you have got associate transport. Parker's got transport. Kieran McAnulty's got everything else. No, not at all. I don't think so. There's a lot of other portfolios going around. Well, he, seems to, get, he seems to get most of them. No, he's got. He's picked up a couple. I think he picked up one here, regional development, which is you know works well with what we're doing um, across local government. Um, there's a whole lot of alignment there. I think the people in local government will be chuffed about that. 
Damien, we played a wee bit of uh, Leonard Skinner's Sweet Home Alabama from the Forrest Gump soundtrack because you reminded me a wee bit of Forrest uh, when you were walking through Wellington Airport yesterday when asked by a reporter about the Kerry Allen situation. You said shit happens. Well, it's a whole lot of unfortunate circumstances and decisions that, you know, upon reflection, many people would say, you know, they weren't right or whatever. Um, it spilt milk. We've got to move on. And um, analysing it to death, as the media are doing, is not helping anyone in this. We like Kerry Allen here on the country. Um, people generally like her, but this is a monumental meltdown. Well, look, you know, you can go and analyse it too. I think lots of us like her. Um, you know, we all react differently to different circumstances and challenges. And it's no good pointing fingers and analysing it all. You know, there's some tragic circumstances. Being in the court, you know, uh, we, we're hearing about that all the time with, you know, a mother and her three children. Absolutely tragic. And, you know, there'll be lots of people, you know, work out what, should have happened and shouldn't have happened in the end we do have to move on and learn from the lessons and try not to repeat them the mistakes are you a government in absolute disarray hand on heart Damien. hand not. on heart well that, it, that uh, from the outside state. no you've it's not a ridiculous that, you've lost that, four or five cabinet ministers in the space of six months look i, I we could go back and, and actually probably compare to national government uh, in, in, in times when, yes, mistakes are made, people move on, look, we're continuing to govern and do what we've always done. And there might be a change of, of people, um, change of portfolios. Um, we are still being led by, by a competent Prime Minister with policies that deliver for all New Zealanders, and we'll take those to the election and do see... You really we trust do you New really to believe make the right that? I, I, I'm not sure you totally believe that. Look, I absolutely believe that. Are the, lunat absolutely. Are the lunatics... Do you see what... Can you see that the lunatics on the other side you're referring to? No, no, I'm talking... No, 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 Damien, I'm talking about the lunatics... Running the asylum, we spent one million dollars. Oh, that's a ridiculous you know, statement. He, he, hear me out, please. We spent yeah. one million dollars on a census lolly scramble. I missed out on my Warriors tickets because I was a patriotic Kiwi and filled it in on time. If that wasn't bad enough, I find out today that you've, you've been spent digging deep, haven't you? Well, uh, no, I'm, I'm just yeah. looking at National Party tweets there, Damien. That'll thrill you. Uh, I, Do I found you believe out, them all? Well, I'm going to believe them all. I'm going to ask you if this I is true or not, I, yeah, because we'll if this is true, nine thousand dollars spent on special events for gangs to complete their census. Please tell me that this is not true, because if that is true, you as a government have lost the plot. Can I, can I just suggest to you that if you go and do an analysis of the money spent probably ensuring that, that people in rural and remote areas get on the census, that would probably be quite a high amount of money per census response. Now, you know, we make judgments whether it's getting to groups that live remotely or are rural communities and are hard to connect to or are hard to connect to because they're so, not socially engaged, like gangs. Um, you know, that, that's what we have to do if we want a census that actually is accurate. You realise there's a big movement on social media uh, where people are saying, come the next census, I'm not going to fill mine in because I want to go and watch the Warriors. 
Yeah, look, census is, is always... I can remember going back many, many years, me getting this form of thinking, what the hell is this for? And I guess as we get, we grow up and a bit more mature and we understand that a lot of government policy, a lot of commercial decisions are made on the basis of that information. Yes, there'll always be people who ignore it, but it's actually for our greater good. And if we have to spend money getting that message out to people for whatever reasons, because they live remotely or whatever, or they just don't want to connect... Um, in, in our communities, then you know it means that the whole effort is wasted because the information's not accurate. We have to try hard. By acknowledging them, you're glorifying them. I'll leave it at that. One more question for you, that, and, and we've discussed this one, but I see there's a petition starting up that's going to be presented to government over the synthetic carpets in schools. And I know you're pretty good at virtue signalling, the Labor government, Damien. Wouldn't this be a great opportunity to virtue signal to the New Zealand primary sector, an industry that's right in the crap at the moment, the wool industry, if for no other reason than just to show faith in the wool industry? Put wool and well, carpets we be, into schools, well, regardless of the cost, because you waste so, so much money so on everything else. The first, firstly, you are demanding accountability around the way that taxpayers' money is spent, and you're quite right. We don't make decisions as politicians. We, we, we determine that through a process that's independent and objective. Now, th- there are some problems here in that, firstly, there's been no money spent from within the wool industry. There was some money left over from the wool board, $100 million, and that's slowly being whittled away. Nothing from wool farmers contribute, contributes to the selling of the message and the story. Some of the R&D needed. Now, we as taxpayers, your money, we've put about $15 million into wool projects to try and resurrect the wool industry. It is on its knees. It's a disaster. But it, that's mainly because the farmers and the wool industry hasn't put any money into the promotion of wool. That's a sad situation. So when officials from the Ministry of Education made that decision, I don't know um, you know, exactly what they, they finalised it on. They've said that the synthetic carpet is recyclable. They've said that it's cheaper and it's more durable. I don't know what was put up with the the uh, woolen tiles, I hope it was a really good case. But do you know what? When I asked, what's the carbon footprint of wool? I was told it was done about 15 years ago and it was based on the footprint of some Norwegian sheep. That is crazy. Now, we are discovering that and now going to spend some taxpayers' money to work out what is the carbon footprint of wool. The fact that the industry hasn't done it itself is a disgrace, and that's why we haven't been winning when it comes to wool. Damien O'Connor will agree to disagree. Thanks for your time on the country. Always appreciate it. Thanks very much, Jamie. Bye-bye.